0: Hello, and welcome to Becoming Your Own Best Friend, a show about self-esteem with your host, Randy Havison. And today I'm going to talk about how to improve self-esteem. Now the bottom line is there are so many different ways. It's it's kind of like um, if you're hungry, go to a grocery store and there are so many different things to choose from and it's important for you to choose the things that work for you. And to leave the rest alone, you know, it's not like you need to go into the grocery store and buy everything that's there, you just kind of pick and choose what works for you and leave the rest alone. And some people might say, Oh, my God, you have to try Cheerios. It's like, you know, I'm not really into Cheerios, I'd kind of like Lucky Charms instead. In building self esteem and enhancing your self esteem, it's more about you finding what works for you. And again, resonating with what harmonizes for you. And it's not necessarily what's working for other people. So that's the trick of improving is finding those things that are going to work for you. Now, I have found a few things that kind of work universally for all of us. It's kind of like, Water. (laughs) It's universal, good for everybody. So this is something and some of these things that I'm going to talk about are very simple things that you can do to improve your self-esteem starting like right now. So let's move on to the first one that I find to be really, really important for improving self-esteem. And that is gratitude finding things in your life that you can be grateful for whether it's your family and for some people that's just not an option uh, whether it's for your job or your the college that you go to or the high school or wherever it is that you're what you're doing on a, on a regular basis being grateful for different aspects of yourself, being grateful for your ability to be creative, your ability to be organized, your ability to be faithful to, you know, whatever, whoever. So finding those things to be grateful for, I find that having that attitude of gratitude is what I like to call it, is definitely an ingredient of self-esteem to find things in your life that you're truly grateful for. I, I do this on a daily basis. Like I start every day with gratitude for the gift of a new day and looking forward to the things I have in my life. Like today, grateful for having the opportunity to do this. I mean, if you would have told me 20 years ago that I'd be doing this kind of a thing, a podcast, a YouTube channel, I'd be like, why, why would I do something like that? But today, through my own evolution and through building my own self-esteem, here I am today, being able to teach others what I've learned and helping other people to enhance their self-esteem the way that I have enhanced mine. So finding that attitude of gratitude and finding at least one thing every day to be grateful for. And I know, you know, when we keep talking about this continuum between ego and self-esteem as we're moving up that continuum towards a higher sense of self-esteem you know for people who who aren't as high or kind of in the neutral zone you know even finding one thing to be grateful for can be really difficult but we all have them grateful that we're breathing today Grateful that we have a dog or a cat or a bird or or some kind of a pet in our lives that when we look at them, they look at us with such unconditional love. So find that one thing. If you can find multiple things, that's better. The more you have in your life to be grateful for, the better off you're going to be. Another thing that I suggest as you're on this path and you're starting to really consciously work towards building self-esteem, it's important to be gentle with yourself. And again, in becoming your own best friend, if your best friend does something and makes a mistake, you don't say to your best friend, oh my God, I can't believe you did that, you're so stupid, I can't believe it. And you wouldn't talk to your best friend that way. But I find that the way we talk to ourselves can be very damaging. So the trick of this is to start treating yourself like your own best friend and being gentle with yourself. As you're making these changes, you know, it's kind of like when a kid learns to ride a bike, they're going to fall, they're going to wobble around a little bit, and building self-esteem is the same way. You know, it's not easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. So it's important to be gentle with yourself and give yourself a break as you begin this journey. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like an analogy I use. It's like starting a workout routine. You know, I remember times where I would work out in my life and I'd go in. Well, my current gym that I work out at, at I, I'm a huge fan of the gym called Nine Round and it's a kickbox gym and you do nine rounds of three minutes each. And the first time I did it, I remember they said, okay, do 10 push ups I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, um, I'll give that a shot. And I think I did two and I was, I was good. And the trainer who was there was like, that's okay, you did too. That's better than not coming in here at all. And, and I like that philosophy because that's how I look at life too. It was like the best I could do was two. And then after a while, I could do three. And then I could do five. And then I could start doing burpees. And I could do a burpee. And then I could do three burpees. And for my last birthday... They have you do birthday burpees on your birthday and I actually did 59 birthday burpees and I was able to do that. But now I've been going to this gym for two years now and I really like how I'm feeling. I'm healthier than I've ever been. My heart is probably healthier than it's ever been. I go to the doctor and he's like, wow, you're doing really great. I'm also watching that over two years, you know, we've moved a couple times and there have been some life stressors and there are times where I eat better than others and I'm gentle with myself. It's like, hey, you know what? If you want that donut, have that donut. If you want to eat that piece of cake, eat that piece of cake. It's okay. And there have been times where my weight's gone up, times where my weight's gone down. But in the two years that I've been a member of Nine Round, I'm down 20 pounds and I have lost four inches in my waist, so I'm noticing that on the outside as well, but what's more important is I just feel so healthy. I go up a flight of stairs now and I'm not winded. I can do 25 push-ups, I can do 100 sit-ups. So it's being gentle with yourself as you begin this process because after a while, like starting a workout routine, at the beginning, I could barely do anything, and it was difficult, and I was sore, and it hurt for days, but I kept going back and kept going back because I saw the benefits, and I really enjoyed the process, and I knew that over the long term, this was going to be good for me. So I was gentle with myself. I didn't look at myself and say, oh, that guy over there is older than you, and he can do 25 push-ups, and you can only do two. Oh my God, look at you. I didn't do that. So the trick is to be gentle with yourself as you're starting new routines, as you're starting to enhance self-esteem and improving your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self. It's not easy to do, and most people are going to rebel against it. You know, I find that most people, are not interested in investing their time and energy into doing this. So for you to be here listening to this and to really look at, yeah, I do want to make these changes. Good for you. That's awesome. So celebrate that. Be grateful for that because that's something to be proud of yourself for. Look in the mirror and say, I'm really proud of yourself and what you're doing for yourself today. Good job. Another one that I, that I really suggest to people and it kind of follows along with being gentle. It's make small steps when you're making these improvements. you know I watch people, and I used to be guilty of this too, I'm going on a diet, I'm gonna eat salads two times a day, and I'm only gonna do this, and I'm gonna drink water, and no soft drinks, and no coffee, and I'm not gonna have desserts anymore, and I'm not, and they make this huge plan of how they're gonna do this diet. And then they do it well for a couple weeks, and then one day comes up, it's like, well, maybe I'll have a piece of pizza. And then everything is gone. And it's like, okay, well, if I blew it that much, I might as well not do it anymore. And, and it's having those huge things like New Year's resolutions. You know, we're coming up on that time of year again. And I watch people who do these New Year's resolutions. I'm going to quit drinking. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to start exercising. I'm going to sleep more. I'm going to, and they set all these huge expectations for themselves. And then one thing falls off and they forget about all of them. So I'm not a huge fan. This is just me personally. I'm not a fan of the New Year's resolution. I'm a fan of if you want to make a change, do it today. Why wait? You know, one of my favorite sayings, and I put this in my book when I heard this saying, it's a Japanese proverb that says, The best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time to plant a tree is today. So don't wait until January 1st or December 31st. You can make those changes today. And yeah, it's the holiday season. And, you know, it might be difficult to do some, but there might be one thing that you can do different, adding more water to your daily routine. One of the things that I suggest, and I do this pretty much every day, and yeah, sometimes I forget, start your day by drinking 12 to 16 ounces of water. First thing just drinks have some water sitting there you wake up drink your 12 to 16 ounces of water and that kind of restarts the system for the day and it gets the organs moving and flowing and lubricates everything and gets it all going so I suggest if you just want to do one thing positive for yourself start your day with a nice big glass of water and that's one positive thing that that you can do. So it's about making those small steps and then when you see that, wow, I really feel better, I really like the way this feels, now all of a sudden you wanna do something else. So it could be as simple as going from um, sugar to stevia or something like that, moving to a sugar substitute, going from white rice to brown rice, you know, making small steps. And that's the way to build self-esteem and improve self-esteem is by making small steps along the way, you know, and not look for these huge, massive changes in your life. But just do the small ones. And over time, it's going to enhance. It, it will be better. So just know that it is going to happen. We're talking about long haul. If this isn't, you know, I, I, I look at building self-esteem as it's training for a marathon. It's not running a hundred yard dash. So find those things that are going to help you to make those small changes over time so that you can build towards having the life that you wanna have and feeling about yourself like you are your own best friend rather than your own worst enemy. You will feel much, much better when you do that. So another thing that I usually say as a way, as a universal way to improve self-esteem is to find ways to be of service, whatever that is. And it can be really small ways. Uh, opening the door for somebody, seeing someone struggle with some packages and saying, hey, can I give you a hand with that? I mean, just small ways. It doesn't have to be, oh, I'm gonna join a service group and I'm gonna go to Habitat for Humanity and build a house and I'm gonna volunteer 20 hours a week and whatever it is. I mean, if you wanna do that, great. But being of service is just looking for ways throughout the day to help somebody else out. And what that does is it gets you out of self. Because again, sometimes we get so wrapped in what's in this for me, or what's here for me? How is this gonna look for me? But it's important to look at how can I help you? How can I be of service to you? You know, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite ways of being of service is when I go to one of the Disney parks because again I live in Orlando so but one of my favorite things to do is when I see a family where everyone's taking a picture of something but mom or dad or grandpa or grandma has to be out of the picture taking the picture of everybody else I love going up and saying hey do you want to get in the picture too can I take the picture of all of you for you and 99% of the time I get oh my god that'd be so great thank you and one person actually said to me wow you know what We've been here for four days, and I think this is the first picture we have where all of us are in the picture. So I felt really good being able to be a part of that for that family. So that to me is being of service. So look for ways to be of service in your daily life, and it doesn't have to be a huge thing. Again, we're talking about small steps, small things that you can do in order to make the world a better place, I believe that you're either putting something into the world or you're taking something out of the world. So it's a good idea to make a lot of deposits so that when you need to make a withdrawal, there's plenty there for you. Those are four simple things that you can do. Some might be easier than others, but again, as as you're starting to build self-esteem, it's kind of like starting a workout routine or running a marathon. You know, I mentioned that. This is an analogy I use a lot when I do these presentations is if I went out today and said, you know what, I'm gonna run a marathon. If I go out and attempt to run 26 miles today, um, I'm gonna to hurt myself. So if I really wanna run a marathon, which by the way, I don't, I'm not a fan of running. And if you are, God bless you, man, that's that's great. Go and be a runner, but that's not my thing. I can do a 5K, but anything more than that, it just doesn't, I'm too ADD to, to run long distances. I get distracted, it's like, ooh, what's that? So, but if I wanted to, it would take me probably six months to begin to train. And first, I would run one mile. And sometimes, actually, when I started doing five Ks, I would walk. And then, when I felt like running, I would jog. And then, when I got tired, I would walk. And then I would jog. I called it my WOG. That's my walk jog. And I would do that until all of a sudden, after a couple of weeks. I was starting to jog that mile more than I was walking during that mile and then I increased it to two miles and then three miles and then I did my first 5k. So in building this I can run a marathon but it's going to take me about six months to prepare to do it. It's not going to happen overnight. So as you build self-esteem look at it as a long distance thing. It's not a sprint and if you do that you're going to find that you're going to start to become your own best friend. And that's the whole point of this. So again, if there's anything I can do to support you on your journey, uh, feel free to shoot me an email. You can subscribe to this podcasting or YouTube channel and get more of these in the future. Um, My book is available on Amazon. Hopefully you're going to find what works for you. And I wish you well on your journey. And I will see you here again next week. Have a good one. Take care.